It's story time by our favorite English author, Annette Blyton. The Happy Day series, Mr. Pink Whistles Party, Chapter Four. Mr. Pink Whistles Little Trick. One winter's afternoon, just as it was getting dark, Mr. Pink Whistle walked down a road near a school. Let me see. It's just about the time that the children come out of afternoon school," said Mr. Pink Whistle, trying to see the time by his watch. "I'll watch them as they go by. Perhaps one or two of them will know me." So he stood by a shop and waited. Soon he heard chattering and clattering, and out came all the children from the school down the road. Two small girls came first, talking together. They walked along and didn't notice Pink Whistle. Just as they had passed him, another child ran up—a big boy. As he passed the two little girls, he swerved and bumped into them both. Down went one of them. And the other was sent into the nearby wall. They screamed. The boy roared with laughter and ran on. "It's Sam again," said one girl, picking herself up. "Horrid thing! Why does he always have to bump into people when he passes them? I suppose he thinks it's funny." "Your coat is all muddy," said the other little girl. "Your mother will be awfully cross. How I hate Sam! He's always so rough." Mr. Pink Whistle was just going to go up to the two children to see if he could do anything about the little girl's coat when they ran off together. He frowned. What a horrible boy! Did he really make a habit of bumping into others like that? A small boy came by with his satchel on his back, and suddenly someone swooped down on him, bumped into him, and knocked him flying. You beast, Sam! Yelled the small boy, lying in wait for me again. I'll tell my father. Pooh! Shouted back Sam and shot off across the road. Mister Pink Whistle went to help the small boy to pick up his books. They were lying in a puddle. Oh, thanks! Said the boy. Gosh, I shall get into a row. All my books soaked. Blow Sam! I bet he's hiding somewhere near to bump into as many of us as he can. He's so big, you see, the biggest of our class. It was rather dark now, and the little boy couldn't see Pink Whistle clearly. How pleased he would have been if he had known who it was that was helping him! A girl came along after that, and two more behind her. Pink Whistle stood nearby, watching out for that horrid Sam. Was he hiding somewhere again so that he could rush out at these children too? Yes, he was. Whoosh! He shot across the road and bumped heavily into the first little girl, and then swung round to bump into the others. Pink Whistle shouted a warning to them. Hey, look out! They just got out of Sam's way in time, and he almost crashed into the wall himself. He peered into the shadows angrily, trying to see who it was that had warned the two girls. He was afraid that it might be a policeman, and he shot off into the darkness. Pink Whistle felt sure that he wouldn't appear again, and he set off down the street, wondering if he could do anything about this tiresome Sam. Suddenly, someone came running behind him and bumped hard into him, giving him a shove at the same time. A shout of laughter told Mr. Pink Whistle that it was Sam again. Over went the little man like a skittle. Sam was certainly good at bumping. Pink Whistle found himself sitting in a big patch of soft mud, most unpleasant. Ha! Sam again, I suppose," he said angrily. 
I'm small, so he thought I was a child. Well, it's certainly time he was stopped, and I'll soon stop him too. Ping Whistle got up, caught a bus, and went home to his little cottage. He told Sooty, his cat, all that had happened. Sooty grinned. She put Ping Whistle's coat to dry and made him some tea. You want to get the old wobbly man to walk down the street? She said. It would give Sam a most unpleasant surprise to find someone he couldn't possibly push over. Good idea, said Ping Whistle. And what about me walking down the pavement carrying a nice bunch of pricky holly, Sooty? I'd like to be there and see Sam bumping into that," said Sooty. And what about putting a hat and a pair of boots and a coat on a great big balloon and putting a walking spell into the boots? Pink Whistle nearly fell off his chair with laughing. Oh dear, you do think of peculiar things," he said to Sooty. "Yes, we'll certainly do the balloon idea. You see, it's just too dark to see properly at that time in the afternoon, so Sam won't be able to see who he's bumping. And as I and the wobbly man are both small, he will think we're children and become rushing full speed at us. And he's sure to want to bump into someone who looks nice and fat, like the walking balloon," said Sooty. "Well, you're certainly going to have some fun tomorrow, Master." Pink Whistle went to see the wobbly man after he had his tea. The wobbly man nodded and smiled. He was always ready for a choke. He had no feet at all, only a curved base, and he got along by wobbling himself fast. Ha! He would give Sam a shock tomorrow. Nobody's ever knocked me over yet, he said to Pink Whistle, and nobody ever will. I'll be along tomorrow, Pinky. The next morning, Pink Whistle gathered some fine holly out of his garden, two big armfuls. Then he set Sooty to buy a balloon, a long one, not a round one. He blew it up as big as ever he could, but he could, but he had to put a bit of magic into his blow because he wanted a rather big balloon. He stuck an old top hat on it with glue and put a pair of old boots at the bottom, also stuck on with glue. Very strong glue it was too. He slipped a walking spell inside each of the boots, and then draped an old brown coat round it. It really did look most peculiar. Sooty began to laugh. "I must come and watch," she said. "I really must. Please let me, Master." Well, I shall want you to pick up the boots, coat, and hat when Sam bumps into Mr. Balloon and bursts him. Pop," said Mr. Pink Whistle. "So you can come. First, I'll walk along with the holly. Then I'll tell the wobbly man to do his bit, and then we'll set Mr. Balloon walking along on his magic boots." At four o'clock the next afternoon, the wobbly man, Mr. Pink Whistle, Mr. Balloon, and Sooty were all waiting for Sam. The children came out from school in a bunch that afternoon because that was the only way they could stop Sam from bumping into them. He was too much of a coward to tackle a lot of children together. Sam was cross. Plo, wouldn't some child run home alone? Well, he would hide and see. So as usual, he slipped into a doorway and watched. The children ran down the street, and then, when there was nobody there, Sooty whispered to Pink Whistle, "Now's the time to begin, Master. I can see Sam watching from that doorway." Mr. Pink Whistle slipped out of his hiding place and began to walk down the dark street. Sam saw him and thought he was a child because Pink Whistle was small. 
He raced out of the doorway and ran behind Pink Whistle. Just as he was about to bump him, Pink Whistle swung around with his arm full of holly. Ooh, ow! yelled Sam, finding his face and hands pricked with a sharp holly. What is it? Oh, I'm hurt. He stopped to nurse his hand and feel his face. Whatever had that child been carrying? Then he saw the wobbly man come along. At least he could just make out someone waddling towards him. Who was it? Ah, perhaps it was old Fatty, who was in the form above him. Sam grinned. He rushed at the wobbly man and gave him an enormous bump. The wobbly man wobbled over sideways and then wobbled back so violently that he gave Sam a sharp knock that nearly sent him flying. Sam was most surprised and very angry. Don't you dare fight me, he said. I'll shove you right over, see? And he gave the wobbly man another tremendous push that made him wobble to and fro very fast indeed. Sam watched him, a sturdy wobbling shadow in the dark street. Why didn't Fatty fall over? He pushed hard again, but all he could do was to make the wobbly man wobble faster and faster. You're not fatty, cried Sam, suddenly frightened. You're not. Who are you? I don't like you. Stop wobbling. Do stop wobbling. I won't push you again, I promise. But of course, the wobbly man had to wobble, no matter where he went, and Sam watched him wobble away into the darkness, wondering whatever he was. Funny, said Sam to himself. Very, very funny. Most peculiar. Anyone would think that that fellow couldn't walk the way he wobbles as he goes. I don't like it. I'll just give someone else a good shove and I'll go home. So he waited. The next person that came down the dark street was a tall man. Sam didn't dare to run and bump into him. No, tall men had a habit of reaching out and giving him a jolly good shake. Ah, here was someone coming, someone short with a silly top hat on his head. Sam grinned. Whoever it was that was coming was walking very near the holly hedge. It would be fun to push him right into it. Let someone else feel what it was like to be pricked all over. Sam's hands were still sore with the scratches they had had. Of course, it was Mr. Balloon this time. Pink Whistle had set the spell going in the boots, and the long-shaped balloon dressed in old top hat, old coat and boots was now walking down the street. It's just a silly old tramp, said Sam, catching sight of him in the light of a lamp. I'll give him such a shock, one of my very best bumps. So he ran from the doorway where he stood and bumped into the balloon man. He shoved him hard against the holly hedge and all the prickles ran into the balloon. Bang! Sam nearly jumped out of his skin. He stared at what at where the old tram had just stood, but he had completely disappeared. Sam couldn't see the top hat, boots, and coat lying in a little heap half under the hedge. Oh, he's gone. He went bang and disappeared, howled Sam. What have I done? What's happened? Help, help! The wobbly man who had wobbled back on the other side of the road and had joined up with Mr. Pink Whistle again laughed till he cried. Mr. Pink Whistle laughed too, and Sooty ran to collect the hat, boots, and coat. Other children heard Sam's calls for help and ran up to him. What's the matter? What's the matter? 
I bumped into somebody and got pricked all over. Look, said Sam, and he was actually crying. And then I bumped into somebody else, and he wobbled over and wobbled back and hit me. He was horrid. And then I bumped into a silly old tramp with a top hat, and he went bang and disappeared. I'm frightened. Serves you right," said a small boy. "Now all you want is someone to bump into you, and you probably wouldn't ever shove people about again." The children went off together, grinning. They didn't feel in the least sorry for Sam. It would teach him a lesson. Sam went down the street too, sniffling miserably. He didn't mean to bump into anyone else he met that evening. What with pricks and wobbles and bangs, he had had quite enough. Someone patted him behind him. Someone soft bumped violently into him. Over went Sam and rolled into the same patch of mud into which he had bumped so many others. He sat up and yelled, "Sooty!" Pinkwhis said, "Mr. Pinkwhistle's voice, Sooty, you shouldn't have bumped into him like that. You really shouldn't. Look how muddy he is." I couldn't help it," said Sooty. "Really, Master, but he'll never bump anyone again." Sooty's right, and do you know when the children heard all about Sam's strange adventures the next day, one boy looked very wise and said, "It rather sounds as if Old Mister Pink Whistle was around last night. You'd better be careful." Now, however, did he guess?